Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Real Health. Steve here. The concierge health advisor, the EP nutritionist, and soon to be, and soon to give myself, lifetime achievement awards for saving the world, even though they don't know it. Uh, they'll probably know it for 500, 500 years after I'm passed. But uh, for now, God only knows what will get us to live to 900. <laughs> um, maybe we can get to 150. I don't know. I believe in my opinion. Not, it's not humble. But uh, we could get into our centenarian years if we subscribe to, if we understood micronutrients and more accurate the digestion of, absorption of, and the de dependable supply of micronutrients will save us from chronic disease, from earlier death, from obesity, autoimmune disease. I'm not allowed to say cancer. I found that out when was that? July sometime. It's actually a criminal offence. Um, and. Um, <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> All you have to say, oh, weight management. That's it. There, you 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 should get um, most people. But do you think that? Do you think people understand or want to understand? Oh dear, they they won't. Um, they love their ice cream, their fresh white bread, and then let's go to the gym. So, protein. Many a past podcast podcast episode and maybe slipped it into a few videos that I've done as well about my jury is out on protein. But my internal jury, my consensus, my reasoning is becoming solidified that protein is important. And uh, before the jury deliberated and gave its verdict. I was still supplementing uh, with extra pro protein because I didn't need to eat as much, so I didn't have to really search for protein through natural means. So I was taking uh, taking uh, oh, around 45 grams extra in um, protein supplement, you know, the powder stuff. The stuff I use is from uh, oh, I don't even know their, oh, the company name, it's called Pure Something Australia. And uh, so I've gone for, for the uh, one third way, one uh, concentrate and then isolate, concentrate. I'm not sure which one's quicker, but so two thirds way, one third casein, the slow release. So that, that was my go to for the last couple of years. And uh, as of last week, I've increased the protein by an extra 20 to 25%. The reason why I say 20 to 25% is because um, 
you can only really get a close guesstimate estimate from from your normal diet and being keto which um, most of my diet is uh, dairy and egg with a bit of meat you know red meat once a week perhaps which makes up the whole keto 44. I'm inadvertently keto. And the reason why the keto 44 is there is because uh, saturated fat is very important. Don't trim the fat. We need the saturated fat for uh, hormone and brain health. Also, to cut down on uh, your fertility concerns, sexual performance concerns, and issues in menopause. If you're saturated fat is up there we don't have to talk about think about our hormone levels fixate on them so protein um i have a 12 nil deliberation that's protein intake and knowing the level is important Due to the manifestation of my physique in the last couple of years, going on into the uh, 2.4 years since I started my whole shtick. No, gee, not even two and a quarter yet, actually. Apologies. Yeah, actually, yeah, two and a quarter, two and a quarter, 2.25 years. And I've been doing. Uh, that extra protein until the jury came out. It was a long deliberation. A lot of free meals in the courthouse. And uh, I'm pleased that I let them deliberate for that long because um, even though I've been doing, well, I've stepped up my um, my weights in the last month. I've joined the gym. 15, 20 minutes in the gym four to six times a week um, is an improvement from my 45 seconds per day. That's all I was doing before. That doesn't even register. People don't wouldn't even register that. But my physique, uh, if you want to say it's, it's genes, want to see my genes two and a half years ago, wasn't a, was not a pretty sight. I, I, I tell you, it was not a pretty sight. I double my body weight that I am now. Chronic disease is coming out my everywhere. Chronic disease is gone. Half my body weight. And the physique with the protein part, I believe, my humble opinion, uh, not much uh, in the genetic stakes, has um, given me new sense of life vitality and uh, I've possibly increased many decades to my life because statistically before only two and a half years ago when I was at the age of 47 I was looking down the barrel of dying in my early to mid 60s I would like to think that I've now extended it hopefully into my centenarian years, but let's try for the 90s at least. It's a late start. It's never too late to start to uh, increase decades of healthy life at least. Total life, I don't know. It depends on how 
how much you understand, how much you want to grasp this Keto 44 or the concepts that I advocate here. So protein, important. Protein, guilty. <laughs> um, levels of, pro of protein. Um, the recommended, let's use FDA type equivalents, FDA recommended uh, protein intake is 0.8 of one gram uh, per pound. What was it per kilo? Whoa. Yeah, it, it was actually per kilo. So just under a gram per kilo of body weight. But that's to prevent bone density and uh, uh, health deterioration. So the recommended daily intake of protein should be far north of that in that case. 0.8 of a gram per kilo of body weight is on the border of warding off health issues. So we need to up that to 1.2 grams. And that's uh, that's a level given by, um, oh gee, uh, the name doesn't ring a bell, but um, PhD, he was on Dr. Rhonda Patrick's um, podcast that I listened to uh, the other day. I believe the um, some of the research and the methodology, the uh, reasoning uh, that he used to get to the 1.2, uh, if you're active and a bit of a health seeker and maybe even a gym goer, probably need to look at 1.6 at least. And if you want to build a better beef, probably got to look at two grams per kilo. Two grams of protein per kilo of body weight. And in that respect, I would have to look at around 170 grams. And I've had to estimate. Uh, with my, even with my... Um, 20% increase in supplement, not not in the dietary. I don't really want to increase dietary because I don't need to. I don't need to eat that much. Um, I'd rather just uh, take it on in the convenient way. So I estimated it came to 170 grams. So I'm just under the two grams. Um, and there's this idea if uh, if you go far beyond the two grams per kilo of protein intake, uh, you probably won't be utilizing it or using it. So I'm in a pretty good sort of purple patch, uh, 1.8, 1.9. Um, a pretty decent luck of the draw sort of amount. So um, yeah, um, and because I'm feeling so good and I've uh, gone down the dark side, even though I've, I've got plenty of content out there of um, don't exercise, you don't need to. Well, you don't. If it's just about health, you can still be sedentary and not exercise, like just normal getting up off a chair and um, doing a few things around the house. Uh, it's not essential to go to a gym, do crunches, go for 10,000 steps a day. It's not essential. Yeah, maybe it'll help. But if you, like with me now, um, if you step up any activity, for even 15, 20 minutes for me in the last week, uh, oh, sorry, uh, last month, 
um, in the gym, I haven't actually increased any um, of my uh, micronutrients intake. Oh, actually, um, if it's a hot day and there's a bit of sweat that's going to happen, I've been taking this uh, oh, that longevity stuff uh, the athletes uh, should be using. I've been taking some of that, two little scoops of that um, each day. If I sweat, because when you sweat, that's the whole exercise thing, which I uh, poop, which I've been poo-pooing in the past. It's okay to work hard and sweat and become an athlete, but you better be taking in more. And yes, um, inadvertently, I've been taking taking in more, and I've been taking the. Um, I thought it came to me then. I, I was going to launch into the the product name, but um, oh, what's it called again? Rebound. Yeah, re- rebound from longevity. Uh, it's it's got uh, minerals in there and some. Uh, some of the vitamins uh, and amino acids, you can't really get essential fatty acid in there, but it's just got the three um, uh, micronutrient categories in there, just a bit of a boost um, if, you're, if you're sweating. And <laughs> actually, in my 15, 20 minutes at the gym, I, I don't recall any sweat because I'm fairly lean, even though I actually do every sense of failure. I don't actually work up into a sweat. I'm not in there for 90 minutes, two hours, like um, a bodybuilder would be, could be a type, type guy or gal is in there for. Um, so I'm not bursting into a sweat. Some, I've been doing my church lawn and my mother's lawn, my own lawn and my neighbor's lawn. That builds up a sweat. So I take the rebound. If I didn't have the rebound, I'd take a bit more of the um, tangy to tangerine, the uh, micronutrient uh, supplement from from longevity. I'd be taking a little bit more of that because that sweat is micronutrients that uh, is bound was bound in your circulatory system in your blood. It was bound for your cells. If you sweat sweat it out, if you're sweating, that's uh, that was in your uh, blood vessels making their way to the cells. And if you sweat it, it didn't make it to the cells. That is when I say many a time, former pro athletes and Olympians have a lower life expectancy than um, and Instagram influencers and that sort of thing. Fitness influencers have a lot lower life expectancy than the, than the average, you know, couch-sitting, cheeto-eating, Netflix uh, bloody westerner. That sweat part. That sweat part is making the the athlete or gym-goer die younger because that sweat, well, it doesn't have to be the athlete. It can be the uh, bricklayer, the tradesperson working in the sun all day, especially here in Queensland. Uh, it's bloody even hot during the during the winter months out there in the sun. So if whatever your activity involves uh, sweat, you better be taking in more of that micronutrients. And uh, with the protein, there it is. The jury is out. Protein is important. Um, so protein intake uh, as a primary, think about it. Then you need to think about... Um, 
your needs, your activity level, um, whether you want to boost it to uh, 1.2, 1.6, two, 2 grams per kilo. And, um, and then the types of uh, protein, there's, there's the whey, isolates, concentrates, casein, with, with my reference or brief uh, superficial sort of un understanding with protein. And if you're fixated on just getting it the normal means, well, you better boost your, uh, your keto intake. Meat and dairy is where it's easiest and the highest quality protein where it will come from. So if you're vegan, you better think of um, think about supplementing with that. Um, uh, well, they get the vegan protein from the they get it from peas, rice. Did they get it from soy? Don't know, but there's different means where vegan protein additions or protein supplements. Um, so look into that if you're vegan. I don't advocate or support vegans but if you have an ideological need a um, uh, should I say it should I say it a, <laughs> a a vanity need for for veganism okay but you better you better think of the protein intake you better think of um micronutrient additions because you're not going to get it you think that eating fruit veg and grain vegans you're going to have to put some oil in there and oil they just liberally put the olive oil on and they wonder why um, vegans have um, high cholesterol it's not it's obviously not from your um your keto stuff, you know, the, the dairy, egg and uh, animal products, it's from the oils and sugars, otherwise known as, oh, otherwise known as, um, which also includes the fructose and fruit. Sugars and oils intake is the scary cholesterol numbers complex. I've said that many a time and I just had the need for this time as well. So, so, protein. The jury has said guilty. Take in protein or be noteworthy of how much protein you have. And also, uh, we, I wish I could drop a name. Another PhD that I've been listening to. Um, like, what, what, when you take in fat, um, your absorbability, how your body utilizes fat intake is like 99%. 99 grams per 100, like you, it's going to utilize uh, with the grains or the, the carbohydrate and the simple sugars as well, 97%. And the protein is something like 70%. And I thought, oh, that's something I need to investigate further. But uh, yeah, maybe I hope that that doesn't mean my 170 gram protein intake doesn't all of a sudden mean. Um, you know, 140 or 130 grams, because then I'm sort of way under on my um, on if uh, 130 is the actual level that 
my body is utilizing, absorbing, or whatever the that idea of 70% is, uh, then probably I need to look at boosting more. I'm not looking at um, being a bodybuilder at all. I just want to have that Calvin Klein type tone look. I already do, but, you know, I feel good. So I might as well look the part by doing the part, <laughs> going to the gym. And also the reason why I'm doing the 15-minute, you know, sort of five, six sets out of there type thing is um, I don't want to hurt. I just, I'm the sort of guy that, that will hurt. And after the first couple of sessions, yeah, I was hurting. I was only in there for 10 or 15 minutes, though. You know, four, four or five sets. And yeah, it hurt a little bit. But if I was to jump into 90, 90 minute, um, sessions, uh, I'd probably be quitting already. So just be careful if, if you do start going to the gym. So protein, um, as you may uh, hear, the conviction, my authority on the subject is still probably not where a, um, a PhD or pro bodybuilder, weightlifter, powerlifter should be at. Uh, I'm, I'm none of the above, of course, but uh, maybe with the PhD, uh, having a PhD inside at least, not, not researching into um, protein, but if I was to have a bit more nous into the nuances of uh, protein intake, I probably sound a bit more qualified, but my conviction in in, in a murder trial, in a uh, um, protein requirement trial, where I didn't know this, but in a jury in Australia, you can have like um, a twelve-person jury where you're allowed one one dissenter in, in the trial. Sometimes two dissenters, like a, a, a ten-two, is is a conviction. So um, let's let's go for eleven-one. Maybe there's a uh, one that's dissenting. We do understand that macronutrients as a whole are important, so that'll be a twelve. You know, that has to be a twelve-person um, agreement. But with the whole idea of how much, what sort of protein, maybe it's an eleven-one of our understanding at the moment. Yeah. So there you go. I've increased my protein intake uh, on um, as, as a crude estimate of 170 grams. Uh, my, my, which is just shy of the, um, you know, the two grams per per kilo, which uh, you know a bodybuilder should aim for. I'm not building, but well. Maybe a little bit of hypertrophy, but uh, the whole idea of a little bit of hypertrophy is, um, ugh, I was looking at a uh, little bit of hypertrophy and a little bit of uh, fat loss. I don't, I don't need fat loss. I've already got, I'm already shredded. I've done a, a spiel on uh, just be shredded all the time because I'm shredded all the time. I'm lean. I've got a bit of a six pack. Lean. Um, muscular sort of look you know, veins popping out my arms and 
legs are sort of sort of toned without being trained. And I don't, I don't, I don't really think that's um, genetic. I believe that uh, we're closer to being, you know, a bunch of chickens in a chicken coop, where if we all did the same, um, you know, KJ44, we'd all be very fit looking, slim and living to a hundred. Let's be all in the healthy, healthy chicken coop. Not in the crappy paddock. Anyway, there's my conviction on protein. Until the next time. Bye-bye.